0: hump day. I think it's Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy hump day. Happy hump. Do the hump. Do 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 the hump. Anyways, happy hump day. Uh, happy Wednesday. Welcome to The Melanated Way. I'm Linda Antwi. We are covering 90 Day Fiancé, the UK version, season one, episode eight. Who does that to a person? Shout out to Megan. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, Redella. How is it across the pond? Hey, JB. So uh, the weeks are going by really quickly, you guys. I'm trying to get all the shows out that I can. And hopefully you guys were able to watch the great interview that we had with Danielle from 90 Day Fiance, Love in Paradise. It's up on the YouTube channel now. Uh, As well, I posted uh, in our community page, I posted a question Um, And I want to get your feedback, whether you guys think that Andre and Elizabeth are having a boy or a girl. So definitely weigh in on that. And uh, the results I'll post on the show and we'll talk about it. Uh, Hey, Carol. Hey, JB. Hey, Joslo. Um, We're going to just jump right into it. Oh, I always forget this you guys don't forget to like and subscribe the channel is growing little bit by little bit and it's all because of you guys so definitely make sure that you're liking and subscribing to the page and telling a friend all of that stuff and support the show bottom of the screen you can see where you can support the show uh linda's so girly verse on super chat i was gonna say on um everywhere venmo paypal cash up all the things, as well as, uh, you know, the super chat, super sticker, super thanks available um, on YouTube. Jaws will be nice, use your, use your inside voice. <laughs> we may not like the adults, but the baby has nothing to do with them. All right, let's jump into Victoria and Sean. So this couple is confusing to me. So first of all, you guys, I'm, I'm trying to figure out whether or not these two are staying at like an extended stay hotel, because it doesn't seem like it's an actual apartment. And then they put so much emphasis on like looking for an apartment in Birmingham. And yet here we are episode eight, and they're still staying in this like halfway house extended stay, which is, I, don't, I just don't get it. Like, what are we doing here? Right. And y'all are, gallivanting taking trips all the stuff but you don't have a permanent home to live in and like victoria where did you live before this why are you just like like where's your stuff where's your where's your the stuff in your apartment like where were you before meeting sean and and gallivanting across the uk and across europe i'm really trying to understand it uh hey midwife crystal says apartment hotels yeah so extended hotel extended hotel days because i've stayed in many of those in my in my lifetime but i can't say that they're there are places that you stay for longevity do you know what i mean like again where were you living before this victoria it's very fascinating to me so she's still mad at him she doesn't know if he's married still or not so she freaks out she leaves the room she's gonna google you know, what looking like a divorce is in Japan. And the documents, of course, she finds online are in Japanese, but they don't look like the one that she showed, he showed her. So she's still like, "Ah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't believe him. He lies all the time, which he does. And then she finds out that, you know, you can have a one-way divorce in Japan where you can get divorced without the foreigner's consent. And so even though the Sean is trying to prove that he's divorced, she doesn't believe it. She doesn't believe it. She doesn't understand it. She doesn't, she doesn't really get it, which I'm like, why are you in a relationship with someone that you don't really believe? Like you guys just got started. Hey, see Cruz. Hey girl. Hey. Um, You just started, you guys are, this is the beginning of your relationship and you don't already believe him. And you're having to Google things to confirm or deny whether he's telling you the truth. That's a problem. That's a major red flag. And if you're missing the red flags with Sean, then I don't know what else to say. You know, he doesn't work. You know that he hasn't, he lied about his age. He lied. He just lies. He lies about everything, lied about being married, all the things and yet you're just like oh 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 i'm so mad but oh i'm just gonna google my way out of this it doesn't make sense to me it's ridiculous so she comes back after she stormed out of the room um and she's basically like you know i don't know whether you're telling me the truth or not he's like no honestly i'm divorced he says he's divorced for real and He's like, you know, it's really hard to keep up a lie all the time. I'm not that great of a liar. However, he has been lying. He's been lying this whole time, right? So she's trying to figure out what's true and what's not true. Megan says, I'm confused. I thought they had been talking romantically for years. They have, but online. And Megan, I, I always tell you guys, An online relationship is not a real relationship until you actually see the person spend time with the person in real life, right? So Sean could tell her anything and everything for two years and now they're face to face and she's finding out that all the things that he has been telling her are untrue. So whether they've been talking for two years or two months or two days, it's the FaceTime that they were missing and it's the FaceTime that she's finding out the things that, are not true about him. Midwife Crystal says, Sean is a liar, but Victoria needs to take some accountability that she also set herself up. She shouldn't ask questions and done, she should have asked questions and done some kind of research. That part. Not only that, not only that, like why are you just taking everything he says at face value? If you don't believe it, if your gut is telling you something is not right, then something is not right and yet you continue to move forward with this dude you get mad at him and then five seconds later you're like oh whatever let's go eat let's go paint ridiculous so he asked her you know are you going to stay with me in this extended stay and she's like well you know i know you worry about me if i'm gone for more than three hours so of course i'm going to stay and i was like well what was the whole point of being so super dramatic then storming out acting like you're so mad acting like you don't want to be in this relationship if really you're just gonna come back and you're gonna apologize for your behavior i I don't get it look I, i just i don't get it so it's the next day and you guys what's crazy about this whole thing is it's the next day and everything is okay I don't understand what happened. I don't know if they cut out the part where they made up where she found the receipt. I don't know what happened, but everything is okay. She's great. And they're going on a date date, a day date where um, they're going to go pottery painting. And she literally says they're back on track after their argument. I was like, wait, what, what do you mean? You're back on track after your argument. Your argument was just yesterday You Googled some stuff, found out that his paperwork doesn't match the paperwork we saw online and all of a sudden now everything's fine and you're going to go on a date and all is well, like, what did I miss here? What did I miss here? But apparently they're back on track. So they're back on track. She says that it's been quote unquote established that Sean is definitely divorced. And I was like, when? When was it established? You didn't show us that. How was it established? You didn't show us that. Where are the receipts? What happened from last night to this morning that you're saying, oh, everything is established. She's definitely divorced. You're back on track. I was like, did I, did I miss a whole segment? Because the last five seconds ago, you were pissed off at him. You had stormed out of the room and you didn't know and you were Googling the divorce. And You wake up today and everything's grand and hunky dory, rainbows and, and butterflies. What? Show me the receipts. Explain to me how you established Sean is definitely divorced. Did you get a call in the middle of the night? Did you Google translate that shit? Like, I don't I don't know what happened. And so I was very just confused. <clears throat> So she goes on to say that she feels more confident and comfortable with him. And again, I was like, from last night? You feel more confident and comfortable from last night? Because I still have questions. This fool has been lying to you from day one, from the jump. And then you just woke up and said everything is fine. And he's definitely divorced. And now you feel more comfortable with him? Make it make sense, you guys. I, I Did I miss the segment? Because I watched the whole episode. Did I miss where he said, here are the receipts, and she translated it? Did I miss the part where she went to the Japanese consulate and said, hey, what does this certificate mean? Did I miss the part where she actually got the receipts of the divorce and was like, okay, I feel better? Did I miss the part where you have been doubting for the last seven episodes and all of a sudden today you woke up and you feel confident, confident and comfortable in the relationship. What? <clears throat> so then she goes on to you guys to say that she totally believes and trusts him now. And I was like, again, did y- did you go to bed and bump your head? Did you wake up and bump your head? Uh, you totally believe and trust him now with what receipts it was just yesterday that you didn't trust him he's been lying to you this whole time and you didn't know what his documents meant but you woke up this morning like good morning good morning world i absolutely trust and believe my boyfriend now i don't know why i had maybe i had a dream Maybe I had a vision. Maybe I just changed my attitude. And I believe in positive energy and positive vibes. And I believe even though this man has been lying to me from the very beginning, today is going to be about trust. Today, I'm going to totally believe everything that he says. Oh, Lord Jesus. <clears throat> oh, Lord Jesus. So, um, they have a paint date. They're painting on pottery. She paints a bunch of, you know, Japanese stuff because, you know, she's obsessed. And she's a better painter than him. And they're in these like little love pottery shaped things. It's all very corny, but whatever. And then they go to Paris. <clears> they <throat> spend a week in France and uh, had an amazing time in Paris. You know, obviously the city of love, eating a ton of cheese and having a great old week until the end where they're trying to get back to London and border control. Um, she gets through, but he gets detained, right? And she doesn't know why he got detained. She doesn't know for how long he's going to be detained. So she doesn't know what she should do. So she flew back without him because she didn't know, like, what should I do? Should I just sit here and wait for him? So she's having a whole panic attack. I don't know where she was sitting, but she was sitting in the middle of nowhere with her luggage. Like, why not... I. Just stuff doesn't make sense. Like, so you got out of the airport and then you decided to sit in the middle of a rotunda and have a whole ass panic attack instead of going back to your extended stay and trying to figure it out, maybe make some calls. And how did Sean know to find you in this random area? He just popped him. So after she flew back without him, he got detained but not detained for forever so he got back into the country and he pops up and shows up and the reason he was detained is because he lied to the border patrol he said that he was traveling alone he couldn't declare a job or wouldn't declare a job and they wanted to know you know why are you re-entering the uk so quickly again like what's happening here Um, and so she thought that they had taken his passport away. Um, and so she thinks that he may be deported to Japan, but none of that happens. He gets through, he says that it was a misunderstanding, you know, they were trying to figure out his whole visa situation. And he was like, well, I have this visa for three months, 90 days, so I should be able to do what I want with it in my free time um and he's like this is not the first time i've ever been detained they just they just don't get it so i was like hmm that whole i don't know something about their scene i don't know if it was just edited wrong but it just didn't make sense to me it didn't make sense to me that a you guys don't have a proper home to live in but you guys are traveling all over the place you go to paris and knowing that he's on a 90-day visitor's visa, and yet he doesn't work, you don't seem to work either, and you're like gallivanting and doing like I just don't get them, you guys. I don't, I don't get what's happening with these two. Okay. Uh, midwife sister, midwife Crystal says I forgot what Victoria does for work. We don't know what she does for work. They never told us. We just know that they met um, gaming, right? They were two gamers, and she's, she's in love with everything that's Japanese, and she's gone to Japan. She speaks a little bit of Japanese, and they met through that gaming site. They never told us what she does for a job, so we don't know. We do know that Sean doesn't have a job. He says he's a YouTuber. He says he, like, does um, woodwork. But again, I not only does do we not know what she does where does she live where did she live before she met this fool it's crazy to me crazy absolutely crazy all right moving on from these two because that's all we got from them now you guys I know this is gonna sound terrible. <sighs> I really know it's going to sound terrible, but I just, I don't, I just have a hard time with these two. Oh, that one's too small. to have another picture of them? Uh... Oh, I don't. That's so terrible. Sean and Christine. How do I not have another picture of them? Anyways, I guess I'll pop up this one. <clears throat> so Sean and Christine I Oh Sean, I I feel like Sean is missing a few screws and you know, I was Team Sean and Team Sean's mom who they don't really give like the secondary characters their names like they do with the US version. I really wish they would, but, the two of them sean and sean's mom i don't know you guys and i know this sounds terrible and please forgive me for saying it out loud but i feel like the both of them are missing a few screws like i just there's something about them that just doesn't it doesn't click it doesn't click something is like off with the mom and the son and so Christine's having a whole issue. You know, she misses home. She calls all her other kids every single day. And, you know, she loves them. She misses them. She misses her life in the Philippines. But she really felt like she had to leave for Christian's sake. Because, you know, Christian needs her, his dad. <laughs> because, you know, I don't believe for one minute that Sean is Christian's dad. Like, I just don't believe it. I don't believe it. I think that she is using this as an opportunity to better her life and to better the lives of all the gaggle of kids she has. And, you know, we'll talk about it later, but she expects Sean, not only to support Christian, but to support her other three grown ass kids. And I'm like, you have your kids living with all their separate different da- baby daddies. Why can't they support those kids? You're expecting the foreigner who you know is not that bright to continue to send money to kids that are not even his his naturally born kids. And they have dads and they're living with those dads. So why should he have to spend his money to support them? Like, I just don't even understand it. Make that make sense. So, anyways. The other thing that was, like, distracting to me, and you guys know I get distracted by weird shit, was the braids that she had in her head. What, Christine, what who told you that looked good? Who told you to braid all parts of your hair and then pull it back and make it? I don't know, you guys. It just didn't sit well with me. And I kept looking at her like, what's happening with your hair right now? Are you braiding it so that you can take it out later and it'll be wavy? Or are you making a, a statement? Because your statement right now is just not sitting well. It just looks ridiculous. Look, it just... Ugh. Like, at least, like, friggin' part that shit properly and and braid it so that all the braids are in rows. Don't just randomly pick out hair and start braiding it all over the place. Who friggin' does that? What year is this? (laughs) Crystal says Christine and her set it off braids. They weren't even set it off. At least set it off braids were, like, parted properly and plaited properly. I I just don't even know. So... That being said, she's still talking to her kids. She's telling her kids that, you know, Sean is messy. He snores. But at the end of the day, he's a really good partner and he takes care of her. And she is really just putting on a good face to them because she wants to make sure that they feel comfortable, that she's okay. But she really misses her lifestyle in the Philippines and, you know, they're struggling financially there. You know, Sean, this whole time hasn't been paying rent. He hasn't been paying his electricity. He hasn't been paying for the power for the boiler. He just hasn't been paying his bills. And so she's worried because, you know, it's a bit of a struggle. But meanwhile, she still expects him to be flushed with cash and send money back to her other three kids that aren't his kids. I still can't get over that. You expect him to pay for your grown-ass kids who are living with their separate baby daddies why what are the baby daddies doing (laughs) okay so sean's mom calls a meeting with him she wants to have coffee with him because she's worried that christine is in this relationship for financial reasons only and um she's also worried that he hasn't been honest with her And told her that he stepped down as being a cleaning manager. And now he's just a cleaner. So he's taking a pay cut. So she's worried about Sean. She's worried that he's not sleeping. That he's stressing about money. That he's trying to get loans everywhere. So that he's going to be more in debt. All to satisfy this woman. Who she doesn't believe is in this relationship for the right reasons. So she wants to know. You know, why he's frightened of telling her the truth. Like, does he feel like she's going to leave him if he tells the truth? And he says, yeah, he is frightened that that's going to happen, which, you know, is a red flag. If you think that this woman is going to leave you because you finally tell her that you ain't flush with cash, you don't have the job that you said you did, or at least you had it and then you stepped down, all the things, like, and even you guys, the, like, <clears throat> okay. So life is stressful, right? It's stressful. And you know, if you're not born with, what is it? A silver spoon in your mouth, or if you're not a trust fund baby or whatever, then you, you work hard, right? So he worked hard to become a cleaning manager and then tells the world that he stepped down because it was too stressful for him to be a manager and be in a long distance relationship. I mean I know everyone has different strengths and abilities and everyone can handle different things differently but like if you can't hold down a job that you worked your whole life for because you're in a long distance relationship it's too stressful for you I mean I don't know what I don't I don't know you guys like it just it's it's hard for me to wrap my mind around So like you're going to focus on this long-distance relationship, but then now you're worried that because you left your job that paid you more to focus on the relationship, that the woman in the relationship with you is going to leave you because you're not making enough money. Like, it feels very circular and, and ridiculous, in my opinion, right? So... He's like, you know what? He's going to tell her eventually. And his mom is like, you know, I'm just worried because you're adding more debt to your life day in and day out, more and more debt. And he's like, well, I'm worried of losing her. And I'm worried because I haven't told her. It's been a secret that I've been lying about it, that she's going to leave me. And his mom is like, well, you know, it's best to just get it out in the open now and figure it out now rather than keep the secret because the secret is gonna make you sick. So he's like, yeah, I'm gonna come clean. I'm gonna come clean about it all. And so he does, he comes clean about his entire financial situation that he hadn't been truthful about his finances. And he tells Christine that he has a lot of debt. He's no longer a cleaning manager and you know it's all hit him financially. And she's like, well, can we survive and pay our bills and support my three kids in the Philippines, she asked. Okay, so this fool just told you that he's in crazy-ass debt. He hasn't been paying the bills as per you. You said it earlier in the episode. He hasn't paid his rent, his electricity, the power for the boiler. He just hasn't been paying his bills. But your concern is, oh, can we get by and can we still send and support my three other kids in the Philippines? And so my question to you guys, again, is, I mean, why should that be his responsibility? Those aren't his kids. And it's not like those kids' dads are in the picture. Those kids live with those dads now. She's got her kids, three kids with her two baby daddies living with them. Why can't they take care of those grown-ass kids? And also, those kids can go get part-time jobs while they're in school. Why is it Sean, who's not that bright, his responsibility, who he can't even pay his own bills, to pay for your grown-ass kids? I don't... Look, I'm just trying to... I'm trying to understand it, you guys. I don't think it should be Sean's responsibility, especially if the dads are in their lives. But that's her first question. She's like, well... Are we going to be able to continue to send money to the Philippines for my kids as well as my parents? And what the fuck did you do before you met Sean, Christine? What did you do? What did you do before you met Sean? It's clear that, you know, you got around because you got, what, three different baby daddies? And I'm not including Sean in that situation because I still don't believe that Sean is the dad of, of Christian. But, like, what did you do before him? You had to have done something, those kids are grown now. So whatever, whatever it is that you did, continue to do that so that they can continue to thrive. All of a sudden, you think you've met this rich foreigner who sends money to you monthly, to your whole family. And that's what he needs to continue to do even though he's suffering and hasn't paid any bills. And you saw the way he lives. He lives like a scrub and lives like a dirty doesn't clean dishes, hides dirty dishes, shits all over the place, but you still expect them to send money to the Philippines for your grown kids. I don't get it. So Sean's like, you know, he's like, you know what? We're going to have to talk about that. He's like, you know, I need to sort out my finances before I send any more money out. And then she gets mad about that and i was like well you're getting mad because what exactly are you mad that he lied to you or are you mad that he's not going to be sending money to your family because it's not very clear right now because it seems to me like you're mad because the money train is going to be stopping right and she's like you know you said everything was going to be fine now you're stressing me out you know my kids are depending on me I need to support them. You know, why didn't you tell me before I got here uh, so I could explain we wouldn't be able to send them money? And I was like, oh, so it really is all about the money. It really is all about the money. Megan says, I don't agree that he should have to support the whole family either, but that was promised to her. She came there under the assumption that they would be taken care of. Um, okay, Megan, like I I get what you're saying. I I honestly get what you're saying, but he doesn't have it. And Megan, why should he have to support them when they're living with their dads? Explain to me why the dads can't take care of those grown-ass kids. Explain to me why those kids can't get part-time jobs. Explain to me why Sean, who's struggling, who can't pay his own bill, should send money to the Philippines to support them, on a promise. Okay, he lied, that's bad. Okay, he, he miss. What am I trying to say? Not that he misspoke, but he misinterpreted what his financial situation was really. And now he's being honest about it. Why should he then now, because of a promise, be forced to send money that he doesn't have so that he gets deeper and deeper in debt, when really, They're living flush because of the money he's sending. He's sending so much money that he's only getting 60. What did he say? What did he say? Living off of 60 pounds a month. Like, no, I just don't think, no, no. Crystal says if he was honest, she probably wouldn't have come. She's mad at herself. Yeah, she's mad at herself because she had a plan. She was like, I'm going to trap this dude and say this is his baby. And he's going to continue to send money and support me and this baby. And she even said it, you guys, you can go back to the episode four where she was, she was telling your kids that her and Christian are going to come over first. They're going to continue to send money back to the other three kids until she can get the other three kids to the UK so that they can have a better education and a better lifestyle. So she, her whole plan was, let me tell Sean that Christian's her bit, his baby so that I can get over to the UK. We get married. We support my whole damn ass family because she thought he was rich as fuck. And then also we're going to go ahead and somehow support the three kids coming back to the UK. So her entire All her kids, all four of her kids, are in the UK being supported by Sean. That was her plan. That's what she's mad about. Because now she finds out, when she got there, that this guy ain't shit and he ain't got no money and they have major debt. So she's worried about what is she going to do for her kids, because this was her game plan, to get them out of the Philippines, her and all four of her kids, you guys. And I'm trying to tell you that, I just don't think that that's okay. Like, I just don't think that Sean should have to be responsible for a bunch of kids that are not his kids that he barely has even met when they're living with their biological dads. And I get that families come in all shapes and sizes and whatever, but that's not what this is. She had a freaking game plan. It's almost like she had a whole con and now the con has gone to the wayside. So she's trying to figure out what her plan B is going to be. That's how I feel. And if I'm wrong, let me let me know in the comments or let me know in the replay in the, in the comments, the live chat, whatever. But I just don't I just don't buy it. I think that she had a whole game plan and her, the game plan blew up in her face, and now she's upset about it. Facts: Megan says Christine needs to take some notes from Roberta for her next hustle. <laughs> <clears throat> So she's mad. She can't believe it. She's like, you know, I need to support my kids. She calls them stupid. She's like, you're so stupid. You should have told me, you know, I'm on a visitor visa, so I can't work. And, you know, I'm always, I always rely on his support, she says. And it's been all lies. And her heart is broken, she said. Well, your heart's not really broken. You're just mad because... The, money's not gonna, the money train has stopped. That's, that's what's happened. Your heart is only broken because you're like, where's the money, honey? And oh, so no more money? Yeah, my heart is broken and you're so stupid. Okay, well, it's great that you can continue to make fun of him and, and call him names. But my question again to you is, what the fuck were you doing before you met this fool? What were you doing before you met him? Your kids are not like five, you know? They look like they're in their late teens, all three of them. So, like, what were you doing for all those years before you met Sean? Do that. Continue to do that because they look happy and healthy. So, whatever it is that you were doing before you met Sean and you were getting a bunch of money, continue to do that. So, Sean says, you know, he loves her other kids, but his focus is on his kid and his finances. And, She's like, you're an idiot. You know, do you think I'm just with you for your money? Yes. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do think that, Christine. Um, And then she says, you know, how stupid you are, she says. Am I that type? I don't know, he says, which is facts. He doesn't know if you're that type. Are you? Because you're calling him stupid. You're calling him an idiot. You're telling him that your heart is hurting because, you know, you rely on the support that he sends. What is he supposed to think? I don't know. So she goes on to say that she loves him for him, but she's hurt. You know, he wasn't honest with her. So guess what? She's packing a bag because she needs a timeout. She's going to go see her other friend from the Philippines who lives in Birmingham. And she's not sure when she's coming back. Um, Cause she's feeling stressed out. She's feeling lonely. She's feeling homesick. And she feels like her Filipino friend can help her deal with all these issues that she's having because she's had the same situation. She's going to go ahead and leave Christian, her son with Sean, because she needs a timeout and wants a break from sean and so she goes to meet with her friend and she tells her friend that she feels homesick it's been hard for her to adjust um and the friend's like well you know it's going to take time whenever you immigrate to a new country it's, it's hard but slowly you will adapt and christina's like well i just expected more beautiful things more happiness yeah you expected money you thought you were going to come and live in a mansion and money would be dripping out of the faucets so you would have pounds here pounds here pounds every every everywhere you could send pounds to your mom and your dad and your son and your other son and your other daughter you could just send pound here pound there pound every every everywhere because you thought that you hit the jackpot Because all of the money that Sean was sending you, you were living an extravagant lifestyle, and you even said it. You were living above your means because this fool was sending you money and living off of 60 pounds a month because he was sending you all the money. So then you get to the place, and you see it's flat is a dump. You see he doesn't have money, and then you find out that he's behind on all his bills. You find out that he doesn't have the job that he said he had, and you feel bamboozled. So, yeah, you're having a hard time adjusting because you're like, well, I thought I was coming to live the lapse of luxury and I'm not. So is it about the love that you truly have for him or was it about something else? Like, let's be honest. So she goes on to say that she's sad because she said that she was going to be sending money to her three kids in the Philippines. And now she's not going to be able to send that money And so again, she literally said that, you guys. And so to me, again, it seems to me like it's all about the money, honey. Because those are that's exactly what you say to your friend. And she's like, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna choose Sean or the Philippines. And she doesn't know if she can forgive Sean for lying to her and letting her down, quote unquote. Well, you're just mad again because the money's not there. And so do you really love him enough to live the lifestyle that's not the lifestyle you thought you were going to live? You're not going to live with money raining down on you and you being able to send all the money back home. So now you feel like, I don't know if I want to live like this. And I wouldn't be surprised, you guys, if he she goes ahead and says, oh, by the way, Christian's not your son. And I'm going to go ahead and take him back. And this isn't working out because, you know what, there's no more money. Terrible. 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 My grandma always says it's easier to love a rich man I'm a grown man. Hmm. Interesting. Um, moving on to Pat and Sam. Okay, so you guys, you know, I wish Olivia was in this live because I really need to someone to explain. You guys, I'm from Canada. It's universal healthcare. The UK is the same, universal healthcare. So I need to understand why a lot of these UK cast members, their teeth, you guys, their te- it's just hard to watch. It's hard to see. So Pat has this tooth that's like missing. So when she smiles, there's a big ass gap. And I'm just like, well, why don't you just get like a, what is it? What do you guys, what is it called you guys where you get like a fake teeth and you just pop it in there? Not a veneer, but like whatever. Do something. You don't even have to pay for it because you have universal healthcare. Why are your teeth so fucked up? Why? Like why? I get in America because there's not, you know, if you don't have the money to pay for medical and dental, then you're SOL. I get it. I get it. I just, but I don't get it when it's like, you just have to make an appointment and go. What's happening? And you own a boat in Greece and you can't get your tooth fixed. Where are your priorities? (sighs) Okay. So. All right, so Pat, Pat, oh Pat, will this come up? Yes. So Pat owns a 43-foot yacht in Greece, and uh, this is a yacht. Obviously, it's beautiful. She vacations, holidays there quite often, and so she feels like it would be a great Idea if she'll call Sam her boy toy, her words, to ask him if he would like to join her on this 43 foot yacht in Greece and have a holiday with her because she can't imagine her life without him. So she asked him if he would like to go on holiday to Greece to meet in real life for the first time. And apparently, even though And, you know, I'm going to have to do some research. I didn't look it up. I didn't have time. But I do want to do some research about this. But apparently he only makes £170 a month even though he's an RN. And that's quite possible in Pakistan. I don't know. And if you guys know, let me know. But I will look it up. So because he makes such little money, she's going to pay for, obviously, the entire trip, his flight there, etc., etc., She's saying that it's going to be at least 650 pounds for her to buy just the flight alone. Um, But he's never been on a boat. (sighs) He's never been to Greece. He doesn't know how to swim, but she feels like this is going to be an amazing idea. And she can't wait to meet him and teach him how to swim and just be, you know, living the laps of luxury in Greece. Now, she's so excited that the next day she goes shopping for her holiday wear and she buys like the sparkly jacket and, you know, wet vacay wear, whatever. And we find out that Sam has never left Pakistan. He's never been outside of Pakistan. So this will be the first time he goes on a plane, first time he goes to Greece. And, you know, they've been talking for two years. And because she calls him her boy toy and she says cougar, she's super excited about spending this quality time in Greece with them and meeting him finally in real life. And they get to hold hands and they'll be able to kiss and all the things. <sighs> okay. I don't know about you guys. I just don't think this is a good idea. Not like just none of it is a good idea. I don't I don't feel rosy. I don't feel hearts for this. I just don't... I think this whole thing is just a bad idea. A really bad idea. And I think that even though I get it, she wants a boy toy, all that stuff, and she's willing to pay to have the boy toy, this situation just seems like one big red flag to me. So she... Jasso said, I worked in Jamaica as an RN and was paid about $500 a month. So, I mean, then, then, you know, if we compare that to Pakistan, 170 pounds, which is roughly the same amount of money U.S., right? It's like 400 U.S. roughly right now. Then that makes sense. So maybe he doesn't have the money and so be it. So fair enough. So Pat invites her friend Anne over to talk to Sam as well as to just let her know, Hey, I invited him to Greece. I want to make sure like someone else sees that I put like, you know, some FaceTime to it. So she didn't say that this is my idea, but that if anything happens to me while I'm on vacation, at least you, you've talked to him, you know what he looks like. And you know, you can go to the authorities if shit happens while I'm away. Right. So, But what she said was that she's having Anne talk to Sam for her approval for their Greece trip. And, you know, her friend Anne has some questions for Sam. She wants to make sure that he really loves her for her and that, you know, even though he's younger, you know, is he in it for the right reasons? And then she makes a really funny joke. Sam's like, well, you know, between the geriatric hips, the knee replacements, the teeth issues. She didn't put the teeth issues. I put that in, you guys. Because if you're talking about geriatric hips and knee replacements, you need to talk about your fucking teeth, too. Because your teeth are fucked up. Um, None of that bothers Sam, is what Pat was saying. And so Anne's like, you know, she's talking to, to... Sam and making like you know small talk and she's like you know can I trust you do you really love Pat and you know do you want a proper relationship with her and he's like you know what you can trust me age is nothing but a number and she's like well you know with you being so young I wasn't sure if you're being serious and he's like you know what I'm not worried about any of that I'm not worried about any of that which okay I mean, he's saying the right things, you guys. But I don't feel like the words are just coming out of his mouth. I don't feel like the actions. I don't feel like his body language is really saying a lot. I think he's like, Pat is my ticket out of Pakistan. She's going to be my sugar mama. She's going to pay for everything that I need. I'm going to have a place to stay. I'm going to be an RN. I'm going to make way more money in the UK than I can that can make in Pakistan. I'm not going to have to worry about it because she's willing to be my sugar mama. And I'm okay with that. And the simple fact that they both talked about, you know, no sex before marriage. Well, he can ride that shit to the the end of the world. He'd be like, well, we can, he can even uh, propose to her. And that proposal could be lasting. The engagement could last for years and he won't have to have sex with her. And he can, fall back on the fact that, oh, we both don't believe in having sex before marriage. Like, you guys, this is just so... It's just so something. So... After the conversation, her friend Anne still has issues. She still has concerns about the relationship. She's still not really sold on the whole fact. And she's like, well, I think I'm just going to have to meet him in person and see really who he is and what he's about. And Pat doesn't care. She's like, you know what? I'm I'm a free spirit. I'm going to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And so I'm going to take him to Greece, and I'm going to have him on my boat, and we're going to live our best life. (sighs) Caleb and Marvin, you know, I want to say a couple of things so first of all these two are fast becoming another one of my favorites like i love katie and alejandro and i'm really starting to love these two however and you guys i know it sounds shitty of me i I know it sounds shitty of me i really do but like i'm just preaching facts i'm just telling you so when i was watching this episode and it's eight episodes in you guys, I didn't realize that Marvin is only 26 years old. He's younger than Caleb, So Caleb is 28. Marvin is 26. And um, how can I say this without sounding like a complete asshole? Okay. I'm surprised about how young he is. I'm really surprised because, you know, he's living in Seychelles, you know, having that beach air and water surrounding him all day, every day. And I mean, um, you guys, I just don't know how to even say it. So I'm just gonna come on and say it. First of all, black doesn't crack like that, okay? Black does not crack like that. You could be 50 and I turn to you and say, I mean, look at, I don't I can't even think of someone off the top of my head. But if you look at some of like your favorite black actresses and actors, they're up there. They're in their forties and their fifties, but they look like they're in their twenties and their thirties. And so I'm looking at this dude, like, how are you 26? How is that? Po- how? how, how, it just doesn't make sense. Black people don't age like that. It doesn't make sense to me. I, you're 26. You're not even 30 yet. Y'all. I, uh... so I got distracted by that because when they put up his age I was like 26 what 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 part wait what right so like Viola Davis she's in her 50s and she looks fantastic and by the way you guys her new movie the woman king you know, I'm going to post my, re- my review shortly. I interviewed the cast. That shit is fire. You ha- it opens tomorrow. You have to go check it out. And you have to see it in the theaters. It's a, one of those theater movies. It will change your life. Woman power, Black women power, all the things. It's amazing. Go check it out. Um, but yeah, so I know that has nothing to do with anything. And I know that probably is in poor taste of me to say that out loud. But I was just very, very surprised. I was very, very surprised that this fool is only 26 years old. He looks way older. If I look, if I was looking at him right now, and I just saw him walking down the street, I would say that he was in his late 30s for sure. That being said, Kayla, and Marvin, and his mom are off to a pub um, for some gin tasting, and um one of the they're doing like flights of gin and one of the ones that they tried are forty two percent proof you guys forty two percent It's a lot like yeah you better just be tasting it not having a whole friggin' glass forty two percent that shit would knock you on your ass anyways uh they all loved it. They thought it was very sophisticated. Um, Kalem excuses himself to go to the restroom, and in the meantime, the mom asks Marvin, You know, do you think that Caleb's the one? and Marvin's like, Yes, you know, and by the way, I'm thinking of proposing. And The mom is like freaks out, she's like, You know, I think it's too fast. You guys don't only have only known each other in real life for two to three days. Um, you know, in my day, we would get we would meet we get engaged, we'd be engaged for at least a year. And then the year after that, then we would get married. So like, you need to slow your roll, basically, is what she said. Caleb gets back from the bathroom, notice that Marvin's quiet and wants to know, like, you know, what has his mom been saying? Because the energy is different. And Caleb's like you know I love Marvin and I want to be with him and we talked about marriage we talked about kids and all the things and Caleb really wants this engagement to happen and so they go on this romantic walk he thinks it's the perfect time for Marvin to propose you know and so he's like you know how do you think the relationship is going and Marvin's like you know it's been a quite the revealing trip so far and Caleb hints about a proposal and marvin just kind of looks at him and he's like well did my mom scare you away like what happened like why we were on this fast track and all of a sudden i feel like you're pulling back and i don't understand and and marvin's like well yeah your mom did mention that family is everything and you know i have no support from my parents and you know it's illegal to be or it's not legal to be gay in Seychelles, so I'm not sure. And if your family's not going to be supportive of of this proposal, then I don't really want to propose to you. And so Kaylin's like, well, what? No, like, we're like, just propose. I propose. I really want to propose. And Marvin's like, you know, you need to slow down. And the reason you need to slow down is because I don't have any family here and I'm going to need family support. And so I'm going to need your family to support us. And if your mom's not on board, then I'm not on board and I'm not going to propose to you. And so that was a bit sad to me, guys, because first, like, uh, you guys know how I feel like they haven't had all the major talks. They have to have the talks first. They've only known each other for a few days in real life. And so, I, you know, I know that there's love at first sight and all that stuff, but I also know it's 2022 and people can misrepresent themselves. And so... I don't know what the rush is. Like, even if you waited, you're going to be there for two weeks. Even if you waited to the end of the two weeks, at least you had 14 days together rather than just three days. And you're like, hey, yeah, let's get married after three days. Uh, Megan says, I think Kalen will get his proposal by the end of the season. Yeah, I think so, too, for sure. I just think that they need to, like, have some conversations and work out some kinks first, for sure, for sure. Um, that being said, that was the episode, you guys, that was everything that happened. Um, I love the show. I love how refreshing it is. I don't like the teeth issue. I really wish we could work on that a little bit more, but I do think that, you know, we have people dealing with, you know, real long distance relationships. So, uh, I can't wait for more. I will be covering the single life tomorrow. And, uh, so make sure you guys are here tomorrow again and have a great night and happy, Hump day to you guys all, and thank you for being here. Bye for now.